0: All right, and welcome back to the program. This is Gesundheit with Jacobus. I am your host, Jacobus Hollowayne. With me in the studio is Bob Casimer, and we I'm just enjoying listening to him and being in a dialogue with him. We are looking at each other. We're validating each other, <laughs> for sure. And uh, I hope you feel the same way, Bob. Of course. <laughs> of course. We are back with uh, Robert Casimer talking about Imago Relationship Therapy, and as we do that, uh, we we were talking about the the concept of dialogue. What does dialogue mean? And um, a lot of it has to do with memory. How do we access positive memory versus accessing negative memory as we are talking
1: with a partner under your guidance? Well, I think it's fair to say for multiple reasons we tend to be experts at accessing negative energy or negative uh, memory excuse me focus on that more right yeah yeah and i think it was a matter of keeping us safe when we were being chased by woolly mammoths saber-toothed tigers uh hostile tribes people when there was danger it got locked in the brain and then uh anything that remotely resembled that previous uh, uh, danger triggers the negative memory and puts us into fight or flight. Yes. So what I try and help couples to do, we were talking about before the break having that dialogue, is uh, maybe have them close their eyes, do some deep diaphragmatic breathing, visualizing, and try and access a positive memory. Mm. And often I'll ask couples to think about what it was like when they first met. yeah. And often I'll see, even with their eyes closed, I'll see them begin to smile. Yeah. And they'll maybe remember a magical moment when they felt really connected. And there's a huge difference when couples can come together with that memory versus <clears throat> the recent fight they had or some other negative memory. And what we also know through Daniel Siegel's work Uh, He's a psychiatrist and a researcher. I don't think he's at Harvard anymore. He brags that he was fired from Harvard twice. Uh, (laughs) But what Siegel's work shows is that he calls them mirror neurons. And when... Mirror? Mirror, Uh M-I-R-R-O-R. And what these neurons do is that We've all experienced being in a room, somebody really fun and buoyant comes in, we, our mood might elevate slightly. Mm-hmm. Also we've experienced when somebody angry, hostile, depressed comes into the room, that changes how we feel. And so when we're sitting, let's say on the couch in my office and people are facing one another and one is really feeling uh, empathy and uh, having positive memory, Our partner unconsciously, their mirror neurons begin to pick up on that, and they feel the same. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so there is this whole biological, neurological process that's taking place that is there to protect us, but is often very unconscious. And like all defenses, they can be misused in the wrong place at the wrong time, not intentionally, but... That's what can happen with, mm. uh, let's say, uh, too much focus on, on the negative. Uh, yeah, a negative is fear.
0: That, sometimes you hear we're just addicted to drama. Is that part of it? Drama would be a negative thing, isn't it? Isn't it? We 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 like to read the negative news before we read the positive news.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, well, you know, I don't know if this is true, but I did read years ago that people will listen to a radio talk show host who they disdain more than one they like. I do. (laughs) No, I do. And so I think there's some truth to that. It gets... You know, we talked about from the last caller, the only caller, about uh, uh, rational intelligence. I think we get charged by the anger, the frustration, and that gives us some kind of kick. Uh, So there is some truth to that, but I also think... I don't know for sure uh, that when we've been raised in a really chaotic situation, it doesn't need to be negative. There can be just a lot of yelling, a lot of laughing. People are used to that, and maybe they have a genetic predisposition to it. They're raised in that environment, and so they may unconsciously go to that kind of high drama that you're. I think you're talking about. Yeah, and. Uh, I think there is a certain uh, draw to it. But I think when people begin to find out they don't need all the drama and trauma and can have a a less stressful life, they often kind of, you see them relax, kind of sigh. Oh, that was easy.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's a a good point. Now, there are some things to consider on the uh, immodal relationship. There are some tips for... The, which I really liked on your website, the 10 tips for the relationship with your dreams. That doesn't always have to be the romantic relationship, but would you like to share with us some of those
1: tips? Yeah, I, I'm sure would be happy to talk about some of them. Uh, you know, and I, I don't think... Well, the romantic stage has a purpose, And it sets us up to commit because without the romantic stage and that sense of euphoria and excitement and safety and fun, people are not so willing to commit. That's right. We all come into intimate relationship with a a, a dual experience of come closer, stay away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And you know that's a deep one when you think about that one. (laughs) Well, you know, it's not safe an intimate relationship unless yeah. we change how we do it. Yeah. So, you know, without that sense of euphoria, without those chemicals being kicked into our system, it would be tough to make commitment. And our species needs couples to be together at least three years to get a child off and going. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Some of the things, you know, I I guess I've got the list in front of me. I haven't looked at it in years. But anyways, uh, I I talk a lot about in my office what I call marital maintenance. And my clients have heard me say this. In our country, we literally spend billions maintaining our lawns. The idea of maintaining our relationships, I often get this look like, what the heck are you talking about? Because we seem to want to believe the myth. If my partner really loves me, they'll know what I'm thinking, what I want, and it should be stress-free, and uh, if we don't have that, then maybe we're not meant to be together. But as far as I know, everything needs to be maintained. Our health, our bodies, our sleep, our vehicles... So, there's things that we can do to maintain our marriages, to keep them on track, and I think even move into a deeper form of connection than the romantic stage. And the romantic stage ends, I think it's meant to, but it doesn't mean we can't add romance to the relationship. Back back into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that may mean, you know, a note on the pillow, that may mean a surprise trip to Chico. It may mean flowers, part of it is knowing what what helps your partner to feel loved. Mm-hmm. and it is your job, my job, to help our partner feel loved and appreciated every day. No. yeah go ahead. go ahead well what i
0: what I see in my work mm-hmm. and i people come in and talk have talked to me for years. They feel safe coming in. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot of opening, openness mm-hmm. as they express mm-hmm. what they feel. I see men primarily coming in with some kind of a erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Just the excitement, well, I can't get it up. Okay. okay. Or they, there is just this problem. And then they want to know what pill will help them. Of course, of course, Cialis and Viagra Mm -hmm. are, they come up, they're brought up, or they're thinking about trying it, Mm -hmm. or, and then I say often, I said, well, what is really going on? Mm -hmm. And I said, I have to be honest with you, from a guy to a guy, we are still very emotional beings. And I said, Mm -hmm. is there something in the relationship
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that doesn't attract you anymore to Mm -hmm. your partner? And of course, right away, I threw a question at him that for most guys, that's not an easy one to answer because mm-hmm. they would actually have to show some kind of an emotion here. Uh-huh. While it's just, were it just came in for performance. Mm-hmm. So I say, what has changed about, like you mentioned earlier, what has changed to your partner from when you met her, in this case, a man to a mm-hmm. woman that is not there anymore today? hmm and one of the toughest things that guys will have to tell you is that the wife doesn't look anymore the same way as she did, which mm-hmm. is part of getting older. Mm-hmm. And then I say, do you still look the same <laughs> as you did? Mm-hmm. And somehow that connection is not there. Mm-hmm. And so it takes an overhaul with changes in diet and lifestyle, attitude, maybe some supplements, uh, maybe a cleanse doing therapy mm-hmm. uh, looking at yourself
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i think that that is an important part that needs to be addressed on the other hand men putting on really a lot of extra weight There are quite a few guys that come in that have put on a lot of weight in this country in this country <laughs> yeah i know it's shocking <laughs> you figure everybody's outdoorsy everybody's fine obviously a lot of that is a an an increase in estrogens through the diet and Mm -hmm. through the environment puts on the weight right over here in the middle. Mm -hmm. That kind of estrogen has a direct suppressing effect of testosterone. Mm -hmm. And as I explained that to guys, that means that they will have to probably make some changes Mm -hmm. in their diet and lifestyle in order to do that. And that is something that women are a lot more willing to try. And guys still... Even when you're done with them, they still want to know where is that pill that can help me. And then I send them to the L-arginine because that is also in Cialis and it helps with nitric oxide production Mm -hmm. and semen production, et cetera. Um, This is is an issue that comes up, and I was going to ask you about it, and I know we're talking about tips. And we we can keep mentioning tips as we go Mm -hmm. from Imago Relationship on your website, robertcasmo.com. As a therapist when you talk to people is there any thought that comes up in you that as people go through changes in their stages in life different developmental stages different developmental stages different hormones that they're losing the estradiol mm-hmm. goes down in women the testosterone goes down uh the the weight issue comes up uh, dietary changes lifestyle changes mm-hmm are you able to incorporate all that in your, in the imago therapy or is that, is it really focusing on the emotion?
1: Well, I, you understand, I don't, you understand? I think so. Let me, yeah, you know, redirect me if I'm off the question, but I think from my standpoint and there's, there's multiple reasons for all of these things. Uh, But from our standpoint, kind of, we think that if there's enough safety, enough compassion for one another, uh, sexual life will be better. It's when we feel resentment, we feel resented, uh, we don't feel understood, it begins to drive a wedge between us. And I don't really address those kinds of issues, let's say you're I may talk about what's going on, but I'm certainly not consulting whether I think your estrogen or you know testosterone levels. sometimes I'll ask, have you had your testosterone checked and yeah. those kinds of things yeah I also as, uh, libido drops significantly often when there's depression, so those are the yeah. things I'm looking for yeah 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 um and so. If there's depression, we try and do talk therapy and help them that way. Sometimes uh, I'll refer them to a physician. Mm. Sometimes I'll, uh, for uh, antidepressant or a naturopath. Uh, but yeah, the actual physiology of it, we may talk about, but I don't really, I, I don't have the knowledge base to consult. I may refer them to you, Jacobus, or someone else.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but for me, I I I hear what you're saying. But let's say somebody comes in and is on an antidepressant. Mm -hmm. And antidepressants can diminish libido. Uh, Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. But how do you approach that when you know you're talking to at least one of the two people in the office is taking medications for... Blood pressure or mm-hmm. cholesterol issues mm-hmm. which has an effect mm-hmm. on the hormones because you lower your cholesterol cholesterol is responsible for hormone production mm-hmm. um, they are on an antidepressants which just doesn't get him too excited and too too low either that mm-hmm. kind of keeps him in the middle is that a negative in trying to improve a relationship when somebody is blah instead of being the true person that they really are. I mean, antidepressants, for example, throwing the antidepressants in, will have an effect on how a person will react and act during a therapy session and in and, and the relationship itself,
1: wouldn't it? Yeah, but again, I'm not an expert on pharmaceuticals, but I have read about a fair amount. I've spent time with uh, colleagues who are psychiatrists and pharmacists. And Uh, antidepressants if people are feeling as you say blah and I've heard clients come in and say I didn't like being on them I don't like being on them because I don't have any emotion well what that says to me is a they may be on the wrong medication the dose may be wrong I don't think the intention of antidepressants is to make zombies out of people it's to help diminish uh, negative feelings and elevate the positive. And so if people are feeling that blah, I want to send them back to their physician to have them uh, review the medication. And the medications vary and 40% of the people that go to a psychiatrist, not just a family doctor, 40% of them in the first round of antidepressants may not work. There's no blood test that says, yes, if we look at this blood, you're going to need Prozac or something else. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of uh, listening and trying uh, 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 different medications to address the uh, problem.
0: Well, thank you for that. And I, let's see if we can continue with that when we come back. We have to take a quick break here. Folks, stay tuned. We have an hour left of Gesundheit with Jacobus. Uh, my guest, uh, Robert Kasmer, a licensed psychotherapist, with us in the studio talking about the Margui relationship. We'll be right back.
1: This is Gesundheit with Jacobus Health Talk Radio.